Finally, finally in with a brand new episode as we also approach the Peacock era. No more WWE Network. We are finally into the world of Comcast and MVC. Welcome to a new episode of The Go Home Show. Yes, a new era indeed. Thank you, Chris, for that lovely intro. That shit took me back. It, it, it took us back. I mean, it's not the right one, but, you know, the NBA hasn't used it in a long time. Nah, fuck it. It's, M- it's NBC. Like, that theme is so synonymous with NBC. You know it was going to be a good Saturday when you heard that shit. Yeah. That is a fact. <laughs> you know, things were great during the time. The Knicks were, were playing great 90s basketball and just like, the New York Knicks are going to be playing the Detroit Pistons or the Chicago Bulls. And you're just like, yeah. Sunday, it's Saturday, one o'clock. Fuck yeah, it's gonna, this game's gonna be all that. Now it's just like you know, we we we're almost there. Now we almost Thanks, there. But like you said, but it goes to the NBC. It goes to like the introduction and how they used to do. Like they were great at like the packages. Yeah, they were doing promos before games, like a wrestling. Uh, I know event. even Vince was envious of them promos. <laughs> like them shits was legit heat. Like, like, like you, like, like, example, like you said, like Jordan in the garden, they would show him, like, we're back home, MSG. Nah, we're NBC. Type nah, we don't do that shit anymore. I think we've lost, we've lost that. Like, I think in, uh, in sports in general, like, we've kind of, like, backed away from that. Yeah, they only do that during champion, during the playoffs now. They don't do that shit anymore. Nah, like, I remember it didn't matter. Week to week, it was the exact same thing. You had the great promos uh, leading up to it. Now motherfuckers is getting lazy. Even in wrestling, like the, you, you don't see the good old like wrestling packages anymore. I used to love that. Even on a random pay per view, I used to love the little you know built up, get the the feud exciting. Yeah. There's no more video packages on on, on like on entrances anymore. That's very true. I think I think that possibly can be correlated with like the the social media and like on demand like video. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like since it's always out there now, people feel like they don't have to like put together a, a decent nowadays. Like a lot video. of fans, especially in sports, they do their own promo packages before games and stuff like this. You know, they come up with their own. That was also arms. true. And a whole bunch of even so to the fact even wrestling, you see a lot of like wrestlers will post the the fan made cover art instead of the <laughs> regular promotion stuff. You know, we, we've, I'm telling you, we've strayed away from the basics. Yeah, we're losing recipes. We lose. We 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 not losing recipes. We're forgetting recipes. Great. Mm, you know, we found like the fourth member of the new day right here. Like people don't know. You know, like we 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 on some, we we we're just losing everything. I'm I'm at the point right now where I don't even know who's who anymore. You know what I was thinking about the other day? Oh, go on, Chris. You know, this is this is what I was thinking about the other day. I I was listening to something and then this came on very randomly. <laughs> And 
And then you know what I said I to myself? You know what I said to myself? Who? I don't hear it. Who? No what happened to Keith Lee? <laughs> He's been a ghost. <laughs> he has he hasn't been limitless. He's been limited. That's a fact. That is a fact. He's been taking bumps at the bumps mm-hmm. lately. Bumps after bumps, like uh, I know he recently just came out uh, earlier today, and I guess he was like apologizing. And I'm like, bro, we don't even—I don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah, like stuff happens. You That's catch true. COVID, a lot of people, then you know you got hurt. You can't you can't be apologizing for that. I was just like, what? What was it, Keith Lee? Who? Who? <laughs> you know, it's funny because, um. It, this falls on to like what we said well, like a few episodes back when that report came out when um he was getting sent down to PC for some seasoning. Yeah. And then what you said in that episode, you were like, what you mean Keith Lee needs polishing? <laughs> Type <laughs> shit like how a, how a fan react and it has come true. Like, you know, we're going to go into this with like another talent, but the mishandlement of Talent from NXT to the main roster, not even the main roster to the two other brands, continues to be a problem. Free Andrade. Mm. Now we could now well we'll get to Andrade later because I think that's really um I have some uh, strong feelings on that one. But Keith Lee as well is like well well like how how hurt. do you bring and yeah COVID he has been hurt but it's like they were. It also is like it seems like it's a continuation yeah, of what was happening before he got hurt. To that, though. He had a bunch of bumps. He had the documentary come out right before he got hurt in COVID. Oh. He was in good positioning. Honestly, I'm glad Chris played up the theme song. I think his biggest bump and he hasn't recovered since is losing that theme song. It really has been. And a lot of people have said the same thing. Like some like that was him. No, no, no. I, I, like go on. Like I, literally, like I, even I think he even came out and said it. Um, he just wanted to change. It was, I think it was his idea changing his attire. I don't know whose idea was it for the music. I'm like, why? 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 <laughs> Get fucking um Anthony Hamilton and Jada kissing here. Why? <laughs> <laughs> But it's and then because I know there's like a joke on like on like Facebook and like Twitter and shit where people will be like growing up watching wrestling and they used to think that said wrestler was singing their theme song. And for instance, this was true. Yeah. Like you had Keith Lee, you had Bask in his glory. Like it felt like the perfect entrance lyrics, Titantron for this particular wrestler and it just went out the window and it and it's just been like slowly losing steam since just terrible but to get for my credit though i am okay with them not using him if if it was like he's just going to be stuck in a and um a landslide or a mudslide you know what i mean like because you know it could get ugly on WWE tv so if they don't have nothing for him rather than just like throwing him out there just to like die. You can't have nothing. I'm okay. You can't have nothing for him. He's not yeah. there. 
hopefully we see if he has a rest- if he doesn't have a WrestleMania match, then that's telling. Honestly, for what it looks like, a uh, they just keep pushing everything back. They're procrastinating at this moment. <laughs> this shit is only a fucking a few months away. I'm like, y'all trying too hard, man. Just fucking put on the goddamn show already. <laughs> like, just do it. Like, what what are we waiting for? I know tickets were supposed to be sold at earlier part of this month. I believe it was it was projected to be March 5th. Then they pushed it so back. Tomorrow. And last week, and now it's pushed back till tomorrow. Apparently right now it's official tissue. It should be going on sale tomorrow. I can't plan for this shit. I, I was like, you know what? Like, Let me see how it's going. Uh, maybe I might just do um, a one-off. Maybe f- like fly down. Maybe maybe catch a Saturday or Sunday. I don't even know what pr- ticket prices are anymore. Yeah, and that's that's hard to plan a trip like, like that. They just keep pushing everything back. Like you already know, you you got this. You know it's going. You know it's gonna happen. You got the space already. You got the clearance from the government. What are you waiting for? I think that probably comes down from business and Vince trying to maximize like how many people they can fit and seeing where said people can fit. You know what I mean? So it's like if the, all of a sudden the government be like, all right, I can add an extra 3,000. Now they got to figure out with how in that stadium can they fit that extra no. people. No. That's, that's stuff that, okay. that already gets planned out within the promoter and stadium ops. That's what I'm saying. Do they know they have a set limit of tickets that that they're going to sell? So right now they've never made they never officially made a they they never officially made a number from the beginning. Forty five okay. is what they would wanting to push for each event, and we know that place holds what I believe seventy. <laughs> Like seventy k, you know. I'm trying to. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at it right now. Um, Plus the boat. So it it holds about close. It close a little bit over sixty five k, and they're trying to hold forty five. You know, they're already going to be holding. Their their plan is holding more than what the Super Bowl did, which is around that twenty thousand fans mark. You saw what the NFL did. Yeah, Gucci. You want to try to add 45. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even if they don't, they're not giving granted the 45, you can do 30. I don't know if this is a, a logistics thing where, like, hey, maybe most people won't want to come. Do we do we still sell these tickets? If not, where are we going to put them? There were talks about they wanted to do what the NFL did, kind of add, like, those, those posters to people uh, to kind of make it look like Okay, like the cutouts. Nobody got time for this shit. Just make it fucking happen. (laughs) Like that's it. Like, no. Like, why? Why is it so difficult? Why? Can somebody (laughs) tell me why? (laughs) Can can we? Can we please? Like I, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't get it. 
Like just like Batista pretty much said it, like, just give me what I want. No, true, true, true. I think it's just a lot of money. Some somewhere with that thinking money is involved and why things are being pushed back. But like you said, we'll see tomorrow when shit gets released. Ooh, we'll see. Because after this is LA, right? No, it's, it's, it's Dallas. Because Tampa gets theirs. Okay, so Tampa, Dallas, and then LA? Yeah, correct. So. Because if, if it would have been Dallas, he, we would already probably already had about 120,000 people somehow. And then you was in there for the Dallas uh, fiasco. I almost died. I almost got crushed to death. <laughs> it was not pretty. Like, I've never seen something so disorganized in my entire life. The fact that you're already telling people we don't have enough wristbands to tell people like to know whether it's not to tell people to know if people are supposed to be down by the floor seating area. So they had people go back it outside to get your ticket um somehow like stamped. You go back mm-hmm. in, and because now there's a big confusion that most people don't have wristbands, they have to check people individually one-on-one instead of like showing them. Like, hey, I got a wristband. It's like now we have to check all of these people's tickets to make sure that they believe that they belong down there. And there's only one way in. One way. And a lot of people were trying to sneak their way down there. Yeah, I was about to say, I can imagine there'd be some ne- like some ne'er do well. It's like, yeah, you know, I got yeah, like that's how it was. And when you when you enter the stadium, you're on a second level. You're not even ground level. Like, that's how fucking huge this place is. And then you're going down this tunnel, and it's, like, never-ending. They got to a point that they just stopped because they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. And all it did was cause chaos. You had this poor guy who had a little, like, a, a small flatbed just trying to distribute. Like he's trying to carry, like, I guess, like, supplies for, for one of the concession stands. And he's stuck there. People were actually pretty nice and they were trying to help him out, try to create some space or at least carry it and just kind of create like, um, you know, like uh, like, a, like a little tsunami wave or whatever. They're trying to just like get all the stuff going and everybody's just pushing up against each other. More people are, are, are trying to move and we fucking can't. Legitimately, we fucking can't. And everybody's just shouting, let us in. It took us, no lie, it took us almost two hours to get towards our seats. We missed the entire pre-show. Like, that's how bad it was. <laughs> so by the time they found yeah. I would think that was, I was saying, that was the Neville and No, area. no, that was Orlando. That wasn't? That was Orlando. That was, Dallas okay. was, um... I, the Dudleys were. I, I remember the Dudleys and the Usos. I think open up the uh, the pre-show. They did the presentation of the the new woman's title, um, and they scrapped the Divas title. So they kind of did the the first revealing on there. I'm telling you, we missed two hours. When we finally got down to the floor, they just they already sang the national anthem. 
I didn't even. I, I, you couldn't even hear anything. You completely missed it. Um, you couldn't hear fireworks or nothing like that because we're still trying to make our way down this fucking tunnel that it just seemed like it was never ending. Like we were going down to the center of the earth. And it it was literally like it was insane. We got there probably um uh what was it the the uh, the ladder match for the Intercontinental title. Like that was the, that was a, oh, that was the opening match. And I think I I can't remember. I think we might have just got there. Um, I think maybe like I can't remember whose entrance was like. It was probably like two or three inches in already. Like we missed that much. Yeah, that's 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 a pretty good chunk, especially the pre-show, the entirety of pre-show. Yeah, it was fu- it was just terrible. It was fucking horrible. Um, it, it just it, it was not cool. Lovely stadium, don't get me wrong. Like you, you literally, if you wanted to look up, you could have. The fucking screen is ginormous. Shout out to Jerry Jones. Not much, though, because I'm a Giants fan. So no, but I'll tell you this, though. Fans. Like, anyone who goes there will definitely be like, wow, this is actually pretty sick. Does even just going That's to the bathroom way, itself was like an experience. Yeah, like I wish. Oh, there were, oh, all that was needed in, in some of these executive bathrooms was to kind of sit down in the toilet and just kind of have a bidet and just have someone just wipe your ass. That's all. I, I that's what was missing. Yeah, maybe. Shit, they probably added that in by now. <laughs> Who knows? Possibly, possibly, but nah. I'm glad you survived that, Chris. Because I remember when when. Before the show, I remember that was like the big thing on Twitter. Like everybody documented. I still have videos. I knew he was. I probably try to. I'll probably see if I. I'll post it up on the uh, on Twitter on and on the Instagram page. But it was it was insane to miss almost two hours to try to get to your seat. You couldn't fucking breathe. You were legitimately like I I know it may sound exaggerating, but you really felt like you were getting crushed. Like wrestling fans are kind of some big people. We like to watch wrestling. It was a drink because <laughs> because the 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 way to get through and like you were still in the middle, you're confusing people who are trying to get to the concession stands. And it's, oh, and you're looking. Mm-hmm. I don't. I mean, if I had to rough estimate, let's look at maybe maybe somewhere like ten to maybe like fifteen thousand people. Let's say if it holds anyone that's on the floor from ringside seating to just like the risers, let's say 15 plus thousand, all just trying to get down toward their seats. And if you would have looked at what it looked like, everybody was already on the seats, but people were trying to get down. It was very empty when the, um, the event actually started, when they got to the main card. All you saw was white. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I was about to say, I was about to say something crazy, but 
No, that 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 whole deal. No, I was gonna say I'm surprised when people don't get like tickets for like floor seats and shit like that. If you need a wristband, I'm surprised that doesn't come in like with the package of like the tickets and stuff. So, but I, but I was I don't. It doesn't. That's the thing. So it's like they'll check your ticket once you know, like the usher will check your ticket. Like, okay, we want to make sure, like, you know, you're belong, you're belong, you know, towards like the floor area. Um, and like, I guess there should be like, when, especially when you do get your package, or even if you buy it individually, like, you should be able to get it. It makes it so much easier that you know, like, hey, you have to be able to do it. But I guess you have dumb dumbs that try to fuck it up. Or actual retards that be like, well, I'm, I, I lost, I lost my wristband. I dropped it. I don't know where it is. And I was like, but if you could tell someone, like, well, that's just, that sounds like a you problem, then we can't let you down. Then it creates this whole fucking chaos, you know. But I, I, I personally do agree. I'm like, there has to be a wristband. It makes it so much easy to get in. You get your ticket scan. You already know it's like, hey, I need to see your 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 wristband. Has to be a color wristband where we know, like, this is where you're supposed to be on on this level. It makes it so much easier. There's no asking me, like, hey, um, do you belong here? Yes, bitch. Look at the colors. <laughs> I'm about to say because that adds to like the presentation because you had those packages yeah. when like um this shit arrives. Like, I'm pretty sure if, like a little colorful wristband showing you. For telling you where you're gonna sit, like it, it'll make more, like a little exactly. It'll zone. make it so much easier. So what they, the only time you got a wristband, honestly, that came with the package, was for transportation purposes. The day of like mania. So if it was far away, they'll give you the wristband, um, so that way you can get on the actual bus to get there and the same thing going back. Mm-hmm. So I believe the only time because we didn't do the package for. Um, for that trip in Dallas, but I know for Orlando, it definitely came along with it. Um, New Orleans, for some reason, they didn't do it, but they didn't give a shit. They, it made no, it, it, it really made no sense to, to be a bus. I'm going to be honest. It was like, it's like a good 25 minute walk from where, um, from where the hotel was to, to the Superdome. But it wasn't. It wasn't too bad, and it didn't really make sense, I guess, to add the buses unless you were staying maybe somewhere far away. They just looked at us like, yeah, this motherfucker can walk over there. Why not? (laughs) You know? um, But I was definitely looking forward to L.A. this year and then maybe do a little side trip to Vegas. No, you was looking forward to Tampa last year. Yeah, but I was also looking for L.A. Yeah. You was really looking forward to that. And they're on a whole different shit show. It's basically going to start being the, the first place of, like, The Walking Dead. Once people <laughs> take their, uh, their so-called COVID vaccinations and shit goes to shit. Did you know that the, C- that the CDC posted up, like, some shit about it? About it possibly being, like, some post-apocalyptic um, world? What, uh, no, like the CDC site, just in general, like they're like, oh, possibilities, who knows? And I'm like, is this a joke? Oh, thank God, I've been watching a lot of zombies. Yo, I'm prepared. <laughs> I got my movies, I just make sure to stock up. And I gotta, my first thing, I, get the fuck out the city. 
Number one, get out of the city. So, I was saying, number one, get out the city, and um, two for a transition. I was like, uh, roll over the talk. Chris, are you surprised about Zombieland? All you got to do is go to Third Avenue. <laughs> you see that every day. St. Anne's. You can go to Two Fifth East Side. You got the old. You got you got the old Puerto Rican heads. Yeah. Ain't nothing to us. Now nah, one one fifth is basically still nineteen eighty four. They still on that blue magic shit. It's in the West Side now. You go to East Side. You know. It's yeah. Getting chilly over there. The East is. It gets real, real sketchy. I don't care how many. Like I don't care how many Krispy Kremes, how many Whole Foods you put on there, one twenty fifth will never change. But unlike that, the WWE has done some changes. Officially in the Peacock era. No. Um, I was gonna say because I know um they have like some promo. It's like two fifty a month for the premium. The thing is with this Peacock shit, like, I know there's like different tiers, so I got to figure out which one is like now going to be no commercial That's for a... wrestling and also for. Like, so the it's supposed to be four ninety nine with the with the commercial ads, and then there's okay. nine ninety nine that you will be paying for no ads. Hey, I just I found out for the Peacock. And the the first the first four months are um two ninety nine. So for no ads or ads. Yeah, I think it's like two ninety nine for no ads. Because I don't to do that. Because I got already applied for Pete Collick back in August to watch something like the English Premier League. I was like, yeah, I gotta pay another fucking five dollars for another app. Jesus Christ! And then they enticed me more when they switched the office over to the Peacock. So I was like, okay, so I can't change this now. And um, they got wrestling now. So I, you know, been watching the the new Saved by the Bell reboot. And then you got Young Rock. So they adding more extra content. I was like, you know what? Maybe it's not a bad investment. But now I kind of feel being like that one guy that just wants to get rid of it and then come up with a new start trial so I can get the free promo. Mm-hmm. No, you're not, you're not lying, though. Because like you said, once main thing most well, most people was jumping over for, like what Chris said, was the office. Like basically, that whole streaming service was built mainly off of the office. And now add in wrestling... And like the soccer leagues, and I believe they're probably gonna get like another sport or something. Yeah, I didn't realize how many. Um, now it seems um, like it's essential to have Peacock. Shows too many they fucking services. They got a lot of classics. On they got a lot. Huh? Oh yeah, especially yeah, especially yeah, their library. Like, oh shit! Yeah, especially their library is deep. There's a lot going on. So I'm trying to think. So the WWE Network, the app by itself, does it have like a? What do you mean? Like, 
Yeah, for as far as the U.S., like, when's, like, the last day that um, they said you'll April be able to watch? Okay. Oh, yeah. And that's WrestleMania. So, I believe with Fastlane coming up, that's going to be the first event that's going to be on Peacock and still going to be in the WWE Network for the U.S., but officially, like, Peacock's going to be rolling on uh, Mania. It's going to be on Peacock. Yeah, that's going to be the grandiose event to, like, really christen it. But um, for, I just want to say, it's really been crazy just seeing the evolution of, like, the WWE Network. Because small beginnings, it started right. off WWE 24-7. Do you remember when they when, – um, before they did the online streaming that they had the the 24-7 uh, on demand, which was demand. fucking horrible. It was. My cousin had it. I thought that so shit was Because I remember ever. I ended up getting it. I think it was like an extra like $5 you had to pay for it. But then it was like so limited what you can watch. And I'm like, yo, five. And I remember like this was way back when, when I ain't got no job. I was still probably... I don't know. I was in. I think it was like high school. <laughs> I was like before. Yeah, you before I was, you know, this is like early two thousands, and I'm like, you know, you ain't got no job, so you kind of just like saving up your allowance, anything you can get your hands on. And I'm like, yo, five dollars for this shit. That was like the first time I really got a chance to know like what the value of a dollar was. <laughs> <laughs> like that thing was just. God, I don't even know if I wouldn't be surprised. If there's someone in the Midwest that still has it, like somehow they still, still has it, it. Some, I'm pretty sure. I still, I'm still baffled at times when you're just like you still order pay per view. Like who are you? Yeah, some people still. I had to order. Yeah, Amazon, but, but it's just like this. But you mean like? But you yeah, mean like people WWE still order WWE pay per views. It's like okay. why? I can understand if you're still ordering pay per views for. Impact AEW because they don't technically TNA or I'm sorry Impact if they wanted to like they have their their app like they if they really wanted to they can just stream it off there if they if they have the capability to do so um but like you know like Ring of Honor they still they have their app but they still do pay per view. AEW, like I still, I get it a hundred percent, unless somehow they're able to to get a streaming section on TNT, where maybe it might be premium. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't, I don't know how that would technically work because it's it's tough. It really is. But then you got you got dumb fucks that still pay for for fucking. Porn on pay per view, like I, I, I don't fun. understand that. <laughs> what? Oh, it's still, still. I was about to say they, there's they still, still channels, channels like that. that. Like you can still go and be like, "Yo, let me get the Spice Network." Spice Network. Paper <laughs> <laughs> <Hey, laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, this is this is how basically it worked. You had. Cinemax was like your PG porn. That was your softcore fake titties porn with like fake head bobs. And then you had Playboy, 
So Playboy was like your 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 benchmark was like the standard. And then somehow Spice Network came out and it was like the most like raunchy hardcore shit you can get. Yeah. It changed the game. <laughs> it changed the game. Spice Network came in and was just like y'all trying to y'all trying to cover too it's much hard. now. We're going hardcore. You're going to see P and you're going to see literally P and V straight up. That's where you that's where that POV scene started to come out. Mm-hmm. ABC, DVD. Mm-hmm. Um, so on the network, so I was just looking through on the browse. Um, you know, obviously this is going to be, since it's on Peacock now, this is going to be also not only for us that watch it weekly, but for the casuals as well, because I see like they have the Stone Cold, like his own setup. They got the Rock. So, you know. Oh no! That that I thought that's why it was big for them. Like slowly but surely, since what they went PG, WWE has like really got themselves. They're not all the way there yet, but they're slowly getting back to like mainstream being in your like yeah. in your face almost. Because <laughs> they're on Fox, and that's like. Even when when people watch yeah. football and shit, and they run like a promo for SmackDown, no. they can't escape it. You are gonna see wrestling in your face. So it, it's like at, from a point of time, it seemed like wrestling was on the outside of society. But now, now that if somebody, if some casual person has Peacock for what Friends or Parks and Recreation, like you said, they go in the yeah, whole bunch. You know, you know home, they automatically like see wrestling say, oh, in their face. I miss when wrestling, you know, has Stone Cold in the rug, and then now they see it on the Peacock Network. And you know they might want to tune in. Then that leads to a binge. Then who knows where it go from there? And this is this is where the table setter oh, also comes up with just what Vince McMahon and the entire team does. Because you know we, we we all some many people get in the habits of saying fuck Vince, he's bad for business, he does this. But you got to remember one thing and one thing only. Vince has done so much to popularize um, what professional wrestling is to the casual fans and the fans that haven't been there in such a long time that you have to play the long game, whether it's a popular decision or not, you know, because regardless of not, you still can't please everybody and people are still going to bitch about it. But Wrestling back then, you got to remember, like, the 80s and the 90s, wrestling was a shit. You can put wrestling on a Saturday primetime slot, and it will fucking sell. People were tuning in. People were like, I'm, I'm all about it. Um, it really started to phase out pretty much, like, right after the Attitude Era, um, Ruthless Aggression Era, kind of, like, really then started to fade out just a little bit of what professional wrestling was. But it helps out everybody. Like, there's a lot of TV execs that them hearing professional wrestling being on their network, most of them cringe. You have to really sell them on an idea, on a game plan, and what it, what their their pros are. Like, most, most people don't want to do it. And that's like, you know, shit that failed before when ECW couldn't really get a TV slot like the way they did. Uh, TNA uh, suffered through the exact same thing. They're, they've gone a little bit on the popularity side, but 
they had a small time slot with yeah, like Fox Sports. I remember, I remember at one point. They come on at like four o'clock. And they started. Right yeah, four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was it was weird, but it was great to see that. Like I was like, oh, I can go home right after school, you know, get a snack pack open, and you know, get the lunchables ready, and it's like I can watch some wrestling. No, I would say I was like one of the things I do remember about TNA being on like the Fox. Um, was so jarring was like when you used to watch Impact back then. They used to have yeah. the, the mm-hmm. score tracker, either above it, it or was below above. it. Yeah. Like it was, it was definitely different. But like, no, you know, like it's nice to where it is where it is, and it. And this is kind of the many preachers of conversation that I've had when you have all these. WWE fanboys or people like, oh no, this is why AEW was better and all this shit. It's like, shut the fuck up and enjoy the product. Like, everybody's in the exact same boat. And the moment you start to really go deep and start comparing, oh, well, this is why this company is better. It's like, no, you're, you're a fucking dick. Stop saying, oh, Oh no, WWE's terrible. I stopped watching it because of Vince McMahon, and I'm like, yo, just shut the fuck up, suck a dick, and have a fucking coke and a smile. And <laughs> shut the fuck up. Like all it does is create thing, and then you want to be become a fucking mark and become an anti WWE or oh, I, I, I'm just anti AEW. I remember I snapped on a fucking guy because he was just like, oh, I don't really watch anything outside of AEW. He's like. The Young Bucks are irrelevant. I haven't really heard anything of them since, like, 2017. And I'm like, so... And it, it's massively ignorant. He's like, apart from, like, me watching some of, like, New Japan um, with, like, maybe Jericho and um, and Kenny Omega, that's the only thing really I've, I've really ever seen. But I, I, I'm always WWE all the way... I don't really like watching, you know, uh, New Japan and their IWGP stuff. And I only at AEW, their rivals, I don't watch it. You know, they always want WWE uh, wrestlers to go over there. Y'all whack. And I'm like, yo, you sound fucking stupid. Like, you literally sound fucking (laughs) stupid. You either enjoy the product. And granted, like, maybe, and, and I can say this, like, there's, you have purists, you have people that have certain tastes and how things done. But when you go out and just be like, I'm only going to watch this product because it's not only is the only thing that I know, but then they'd be like, oh, well, everything else and is, is say, trash. Like you said, say the case is if he only like, I don't know, WWE or whatever the case is. It's like, all right, well, then just watch that then. You don't got to complain about not watching AEW. Like, what does that do for you? That does not yeah. for you. Vice versa, the other way around. It's like, oh, well, I don't watch WWE no more. You know, they destroyed the product. Well, AEW's here now, so now you got the alternative to, to watch that instead. Instead of watching Raw every Monday and bitching about it, it's like, all right, just watch um, Dynamite. All they do. All they do. Oh, he should go to AEW. Oh, Vince, Vince is not giving him push. He should go to AEW. There's a few people like that I I feel like not everybody can just jump to AEW, but you know 
like who WWE's mishandling right now. Like, oh, if me, they let me were give you to jump ship, it the would. Question always gets asked. Up right, the ante over there. WWE should go to AEW. Who who you think from AEW will be the first one to jump? That did not that did not go on WWE already. So not Moxley, you know, or Jericho. That would go to WWE. From AEW, I think they throw their money at. I, I think they would throw their money at the Just, I think just because his pops, either him or Darby. Um, I will. Hmm. I, I, I definitely agree with Jungle Boy. Um, I think that he has a lot of potential. Um, Orange Cassidy can be that guy. Now, I, I, I don't, I don't think they'll even if they will sign him. I, I don't think Vince will get it. Not Vince. I don't think. The, I don't think the people in charge this, of booking and maintaining a character w- would get that, and it would just come off bad be, by like week um, four. It's, it would seem like a Triple H yeah. product. Like, it's like, I get it. Freshly squeezed. I get it. Get it. Um, I... But, um, I don't know, man. I, I always thought that it sucked when they let uh, Lance Archer go. Like to have a big guy as mobile and agile as him is, it, it, it's a it's a rarity. You don't get a lot of guys that can move like him. Great look. Um, Luchasaurus was a guy was a WWE and uh, NXT product. Granted, he he left the Indian. He took a he took a risk and became a dinosaur. He became a dinosaur. I don't I don't even know if he. I can't see him as anything else now. Like you would have to strictly like repack him. You have to go completely like off the off the wire to be like, oh, oh, oh you telling me that was Luchasaurus? No, because that's going to be interesting. I'm pretty sure Vince, because Vince is not not he he's not going to sit back and watch everybody jump ship without at least fighting back. Like so I do feel like there is gonna be a jump between an all elite to WWE very soon. I just don't know who who's it gonna be. And that's the thing. I'm pretty sure Vince is keeping it to the vest. Maybe yeah, even only, Triple H. It's only natural for you and know, they're, they're moving companies when, and stuff like that. We've seen they have the shots with WCW, ECW. There is. I, I yeah. got. I got. You go for him more I money. got your guy. Yeah. I got your bitch. Like some shit like that. Like we got your bitch, nigga. Especially with the cheap shot they've been taking at each other lately. And basically, it's been all AEW <clears throat> that's been doing that. They just saying Vince, like even the Big Show, Christian, like oh, yeah. Christian was just on WWE TV. Like <laughs> he's on, he on TNT. I was actually nigga, very what? surprised uh, at that, uh, to be honest. I w- no, my friend, he, he literally because we was talking about revolution, and I was like, oh yeah, they said some Hall of Fame person was going to sign. 
my friend, um, ill rooted, he was like, first name by his mouth, he was like, yeah. Oh, it's Christian. Nah, but, oh, but see, no you Christian. even said that because he was just on Tuesday. Like, I ain't gonna be Christian, and sure enough, he was Christian, yeah. No, but he said it the first. No, because I was after talking to him, and he was the first one that I, from me, because I didn't even think so, because he was just on TV. And you know how, like, WWE, if you're on TV, you got some type of, like, contract, mm. or you ain't going to be going nowhere for maybe a little bit of time. I don't know. I just, I thought that he, for sure, not for a long time, but I thought that he was going to have... um a little bit of a run. Yeah. Yes. Especially when and that's what I was thinking too. I'm like, I was surprised, but I wasn't surprised at the same time. Like, okay, this, you know, yeah, cause this you know, works cause, out. Because after the Rumble, he, he never got into like the storyline. So it was like, okay. No. Okay, what's going on? You think, you know, they probably do a surprise drop. But then the moment that um Tony Khan said, Hall of Fame worthy, Cause you know Christian ain't getting the Hall of Fame yet, yeah. Yeah, and that was always a joke. Um, I thought about him. I was thinking RVD. Like, wow. Forgive me if I'm wrong. <laughs> He's gonna do the icon too, right? Yeah, he's on the Icons uh, documentary. Angle, he hit the, you know, I don't know if y'all seen on the gram where he did the fake tease. Yeah. But that was also another thing why I personally said it's not Kurt Angle because they would have scrapped the promo of him yeah. putting on like WWE merch. I was like, this. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, you know, I would, I would like to see Angle go. I feel like it would fit. I would like, I was thinking he should go back to Impact. Yeah. I feel like because they, they're make they making like they're making like stri- um strides back to like respective um being respectable and I feel like him being part of that locker room before the change and now coming back after that change will be probably good for like the continuity and like adds a little more star power on their side. I don't know. But it's like a lot of and that's why I'm 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 liking this whole forbidden door being open. You know, um I'm I'm glad that this is happening. And Tony Khan and Cody's like, hey, you know, the ball's in your court. We would love to work with you guys. This is fucking assholes. Nigga ripped that whole US expansion. We'd love to work with you guys. It's like you guys are basically no, it was like you guys are more than welcome to do so. I, I always felt bad for New Japan because um because wasn't the plan really to have the members of the elite and then also AJ and like the good brothers. That was supposed to be like their the guys that was gonna lead them into like the US mm. territories and start making mm-hmm. American dollars. Yeah. And all of them going. Like I'm what was that? Like eight people, eight or nine people that they thought they that was gonna be like the future of their company, bringing in a whole nother continent and next They were trying to do it going. all. That was the um 
when they brought AJ, the good brothers in, they were trying to bring uh, Ibushi, Shinsuke over. Um, they're waiting for the Bucks to possibly sign. Um, I know the Bucks, and I believe Kenny yeah. had meetings with uh, with Triple H. You know, like, and there was a lot going on. Like, I know, like, the Bucks still had their being the elite series. And, you know, that was one of the things uh, that was being pitched. Like, hey, we would love to be able to market this on on the network. You guys can kind of just that continue the, doing uh, your thing. A little beef between New Japan and um, AEW, right? I mean, not a beef, but... I don't uh, think uh, there was a beef, to a little, be quite honest. Yo, yeah. Yeah, y'all guys left. Nah, they they, they felt shaded because, like I said, they 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 were they they were going to market the elite as they thought they were going to be the people to bring in the American dollars, and they were going to book them all over America. Because that was like kind of like what their their talents, Western talents that were yeah. over in America. So let's go to America, and next thing you know, they got the. It's like, nah, you know what? We ain't gonna sign with no other company. We're gonna be yeah. our own company. And I was that was smart on them. Um New Japan, yeah, I, I don't smart. I can't say this, but I, I felt like for them they would have definitely have loved to have kept Kenny, who is one of their the biggest foreigner um to really win the IWGP t- uh title. Huge no, I feel that too. I was gonna say I think they felt jaded mostly over Kenny and the Bucks. I think those are the three. Like if they had to pick three people, it was just it's, it's huge. Like three. you had these were big marquee guys in America that you would have loved to to really play around. You know when they had their show at the Garden. You know, long time. You know, like that's something mm-hmm. that is that was huge. You know, it's like, hey, we can have like the bullet club. And for the first I was gonna say I was gonna say for in the first time, like knowing of New Japan, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I felt like this was the first time that and uh Gaijin. That's how you say it over there. Yeah, a Gaijin that was popular in Japan was also very popular in America. And you can just feel the popularity. Like you said, like in a point in a moment like a that like year phase yeah. before this gun shit craziness was happening. You no, that's exactly what it was. You had all these marks out here with it was it was literally like it was a lot. It was a lot of bullet club shirt. And that was that's not even a WWE shirt. Like I saw so many bullet club shirts. You know? Yeah. It, it was crazy, and in the variations yeah. of it, the fucking young. That was the most popular. Ones, they were the making club, like it was. They club were club shirts everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It was like you want to talk about dollar dollars, like dollar dollars. BC <laughs> shirts were. It was the thing, and then their big thing was them having to have that that deal at Hot Topic. Yeah, that, 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 I think that was the one that really cemented it. I think that's when WWE really took a notice because for, like, the first time, some company was pairing up with a, quote-unquote, like, indie wrestler. Not only that, but then the merch. you also had the uh, the Bullet Club invasion 
in Ontario, California. Oh, the video? When, uh, you know, the whole elite uh, crew went out to uh, California. They were in California, and they just so happened they were doing a signing um, at a mall that wasn't too far from where Raw was being held. And I was like, hey, let's just do kind of like a, D, a, a DX spoof. Do you remember that? No, I remember because that's when um yeah the, then that's when Jacob's guy got fired. He's like my boy. Was like, hey, and I was like, nope. Hey, like, what you doing? You're, you're fired. <laughs> what the fuck you doing out there, Jimmy? Like, oh, you know, it's Matt, Cody, and uh, uh, you, you can you can go. Bro. Have a good night, pa. <laughs> Have a good night. But yeah, like like you said, the the hot topic, those is kind of like the first, like the baby steps of this revolution was that hot topic signing and then that invasion video right after one of another. And it hasn't turned back. It's been tough. It has absolutely been tough. Well, since we're talking about revolution, they had a they had a pay-per-view. A great pay per view, not a not a great finish, but um, first of all, I I didn't know that the pay per view was a was available to be bought on. I did not know that. That's why I brought mines. It was, I I was like, wow, and I thought that that's really good because, like you said, some people from cable providers. I'm not trying to call Directv (laughs) to order some Mm -hmm. some revolution. So literally on the PSN store, my carded card is already there. $50, $50, signed me up. And the streaming wasn't bad. It was HD. I had no buffs, so that's why I'll be watching my AEW pay-per-views going forward. W. <laughs> but um, I thought the show yeah. was fantastic. Barring the last minute, two minutes, I thought the card was dope. I think my standouts um, would be the street fight and and the barbed wire match. Um, the, the the street fight honestly was it was fucking great. Sting Sting was still doing his thing. Still, was th- he high. was still taking his bumps. He was looking good. Darby Allen st- stole the show yet again. You know, um, also, give it up to I love Team Taz. I don't know, something about them, I feel like they're they're money. Like a dying business, if you will. Yeah, if you want to put it that way, yeah. You know, Ricky Starks has definitely been kind of coming into his own, Mr. X Bailey. I was gonna say, my guy that I'm really um, keeping an eye. I'm, I'm really, I'm really a fan of Hobbs. Yeah, I think Hobbs has it. He has the look. He has like that nasty. I'm glad they paired him up with Taz. He, so that's one dude in AEW. I'm looking to see what what his, um the future has for Hobbs. But I know they didn't. Um, their pay per view buys were weren't that great. Um, 
even though it was possibly like one of like the highest like non WWE um, pay per view like high, like, you know like highest grossing uh, outside of WWE since like you know WCW back in like '99. But they they definitely struggled with their pay per view buys. I think they probably had about 125 like thousand buys. So like. I want to say I think it's um, I think it's that price. I think if it was just $10, what is it, like ten dollars lower, I believe it. God damn, fifty is fifty. Forty dollars, I think. Yeah, so I'm thinking now, but forty dollars is like two twenties. Like somebody is like more willingly. To I agree. Forty dollars and fifty. Like forty dollars, like if you go on Sunday night, because this is what was my thing when I got home. It was like maybe like, like. 10 minutes after the show started. And then, like I said, I just looked up PSN for shits and giggles, and I saw Dynamite. I was like, fuck it. But it was like 50. I was like, ah, fuck it. Like, if it was 40, I was like, all right. Yeah. Like, but $50, rip. like, boy. Like I said. What? Yeah. <laughs> like, $50 for some. Like, who is half a Like, gallon. you see, like, some casual. Like, who is these vanilla midgets? I ain't paying $50 <laughs> for this. Ooh. But, um, and then we could touch on the craziness with the, um, the barbed wire match was great. And, um, I know a lot of people didn't really like it, but I know going in, Kenny and John said they were really, um, inspired by the old Japanese death matches. And you could kind of tell just by off the speed, the physicality, like the maneuvers that they really borrowed from that, from the lineage of those matches over there. I mean, death matches for me, it's hit and miss. Like, death match on TV is going to be cheesy. Um... No matter how hardcore you want to be able to make a death match, you have to protect the the audience, the viewership of of a death match. Um, because again, it's it's a type of wrestling that's not right for everybody. So I get it. On a sponsor, because I've really seen some true. death matches that were really good, and I've seen some death matches of like you guys just pulled a, a, a gory show. It's like when. There's some people that like watching Lucha Libre style matches. It may or may not be for everybody. It's not their 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 caviar because sometimes it might be too much. It's it's too much going on in the ring where you see a story being told. It's just flying shit, and that's that. No one's taking away from that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you want to be able to to digest what you're viewing right now. Like you want to see the story. Like, oh man, like he was getting his shit kicked in like um like ten minutes ago, but like you know, and he's down, but you can tell like he's still fighting. He's not trying to give up, he's still trying to like, you know, like win, he's still trying to get over. But death matches, it's gonna be completely different on TV. You don't know how people are gonna take it. It's a lot. It's still a fresh new product. They they really don't have their their reputation is still growing. They're still trying to build up that. Yeah, because you don't really get um as a WWE grow up or 
They know no, like they, is coming WWE's way. They've done like their own fair you share, but I mean? like bar- exploding barbed wire, like it's it's cheesy. Yeah, that's there were some good spots. That's carny, but it was it was it was it was fucking cheesy. <laughs> no, that's what, remember I said that all pandemic. I was like, I feel like wrestling has like because of like the lack of crowds and. Really trying to like not reinvent the wheel, but have interest and yeah. like really embrace the carniness yeah. that it was born out of. With some exploding, I was like, barbed wire death match. That sounds like some shit was right on the corner. They're like, step up, like win a prize. Had the Gilbert, spark- Gilbert sparklers. <laughs> But um, might as well. I was about to say that's that's what everybody's talking about is the end, and then um, the thing is because we don't know if they practiced it before or, but you could tell at this finish it showed their lack of experience from an AEW production team, just because it seemed like because they never had a problem before, but they always seems like they don't yeah. have like a, a yeah. plan B. Like a contingency plan, because we also saw this with the Matt Hardy, the spot, with it seemed like they have one plan, and it was like, look, this is how it's going to be, and then if some shit goes left, they don't know how to counter react or like how to make it go away. So that's that's one thing I noticed about this finish, but shit happens, yeah. and they used it for storyline, and no takeaway. I try to take it for me. what it was. That's it. Yeah, um, you know, uh, you know did you like? Ending, did you, you like know, the um obviously, the death match, Malcolm? Yeah, I thought they put on a good match, and then you had um, oh man, Eddie Kingston come out in the end. He had to, he had to take the crazy sale. So, you know. <laughs> he's, he's like, oh man, I, 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 I almost survived this exploding season. ring. I mean, Kingston had to take the sale though, but. Um, I know, I I know Moxley had some words after the the pay per view, you know, about the ending. You know, he, yeah, he definitely did. <laughs> but the thing is, people, you can't even equate blowing up rings for like good, like greatness, because if that was the case. People would still mm-hmm. be watching Wrestling Society X right now, mm-hmm. and they were blowing you know, up everything. It, like, like you was Mr. Tyler Black on Matt Hardy's situation. <laughs> like sometimes, probably like um, less is more. Like even if y'all um, you know, it didn't go as well as y'all wanted to, you don't have the plan B. You know, stuff happens. You know, they're gonna learn from this. Not was, like some easier shit. They can yeah. send Kenny back. Even though that basically what ended up happening, uh, dynamite. But like, if they would have made a joke about it, it's like, ha ha ha, you know, this is the joke, and you guys really fell for it. We're gonna have an exploding ring because they they spoofed on it like hardcore. Yeah. Um. But I I think they sh- it should have been a one like they 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 should have been like a joke. No, I appreciate I, and I also I think it adds more to the lore of the the now now grow like growing yeah. Moxley Omega feud. 
like that feud right now has like been turned into like money like so quick like i'm i'm really i can't wait to see what the next showdown consistent of these I think two he will. be he's fine but i shout out but from like one um hardcore match in AEW to another we had um last night cuz we're recording this on on thursday hey, we had Thunder Rosa versus. You say you got a good girl, Cole. My fair lady, Miss Stevie, Cole, Miss Baker. <laughs> yeah, sure, he really do. Yo, they they, they tore it. Like you want to talk about main event slot? The ladies fucking killed it. Britt definitely. Uh, I think yeah, they I they, they got a, a nice little round of applause backstage. Rain on the girls. I, I don't. I don't think I remember the last time I saw girls cut themselves, um, take a nice little back bump on a a bit of thumbtacks. The power, like they they did a phenomenal job. The sell job, the the build up. Yeah, and it was yeah, a thumbtack spot. Not only that match, but the whole tournament that they just had, the women's tournament. It's been like a light, a uh, nice switch up from compared to last year with the women's division over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you know what they, that, that division needs? It doesn't need any it more like work. <laughs> it does need love. I, I, they don't I, really I need they more work. They, they need a superstar. Yeah. No, 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 and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, and there's no disrespect from like you know from Rosa or Baker. Um, it does help a lot because now like that's just that match itself. You know, it started to go viral. A lot of people were like, oh man, did, did you see that? I've never really seen it. Um, they've definitely earned their stripes, and now it gives their it gives the division now a little bit of color, but they they lack. And this is one of the very few instances like they really lack that true, that true person. They're number one ace yeah. in that division. Like they really are. Like it definitely would have been huge when. Remember, like back when yeah. when Sasha was like, "Yo, fuck this, I'm thinking about going and leaving," and everybody was like, "Oh, maybe maybe you should go to AEW." Yeah. Can you imagine like what what would the life have been if you oh. had the boss over? I'm 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 kind of glad you brought this up, um, Chris, because I have a ten point mm-hmm. Teddy theory, and it it, it was going to attach into when we was talking about. Mm-hmm. We can roll into it now. We Let's roll into it. So I feel whenever this contract is up, I feel like Tony Khan is going to put major pressure to grab Andrade. And it's justified, but I feel like he has he has bigger plans for Andrade and <laughs> the people he hang around with. I'm thinking if he, if he I'm thinking Tony Khan is thinking if he pulls Andrade, he kind of has a great chance of grabbing Charlotte and Rick. Rick Flair. Flair will go anywhere the money is, and bringing him back to TNT. That that's that's going to be like another thing because it seems like 
they're trying to at least like whoever was in WCW, I try to get him back for like at least like one nostalgic more run TNT channel type shit. Yeah. So having Ric Flair on TNT already big. Yeah, but that's the deep. Because we don't know trying to hold. What's our hold ah, that's like Charlotte away from Connecticut. No, we don't know. But I'm saying if they do sign Andrade, because you know, like NBA players, how like the collusion, and if you sign X star, he knows this star. So I'm saying, like, if they do sign Andrade, I don't know what Charlotte's contract is looking like. Probably down the but line. I'm pretty sure AEW will like, have a generous offer Charlotte for her signed, and her, um, her dad. She's gonna do the new walking tour, female version, for WWE films. So. Interesting. Let me know when I can, let me no, know when no, it I'm comes out so I can fall asleep. I feel like we're sh- <laughs> Put it on Peacock. Now I'm just saying because if Charlotte, because like you yeah. just said, this division needs that bona fide yeah. blue chip. But I, I will like throw out a wild card there. AEW has right now in women's wrestling. There's not too many of them. Charlotte night. is one of them, and that's Jade. She's been getting a lot. She's been getting a lot of looks from people that don't even watch wrestling. I've been seeing a lot of people that don't you watch wrestling, so? especially after that Shaq match. People have been like, "Oh, who's this?" Okay. That, that that's been causing a whole lot of who's this because she has the look. Was the um? Oh, okay, yeah. So you know, not too crazy, <laughs> but built up slowly, and you have something homegrown. You know, you know. It's not the Charlotte. It's not the mm. full horsewoman, but you know, to have something homegrown like that, yeah. To have your own, don't want to compare them to, but your own Bianca Belair type. Why you create your own shit? Why not? Brid- I don't know. Like that'll that'll be a tough, tough thing for me to say. Hey. Charlotte moves over. Um, I think if you really want to go out of the four horsewomen, that I could probably see making a jump would probably be Bailey. Bailey, mm, Bailey, Bailey would possibly be like. I think she's a dark horse that if she was to jump ship. I think she would be. I, I think she's the one. I, I can see it because she she has that wrestling savant in her where she wants to do different stuff yeah. with as much people as she can. Um, that's the one thing I can possibly see. Yeah, I feel, yeah, I think, making I think that right that job. I see throwing up dick, but you know we could obviously see Charlotte's going. Eventually, down the line on the rock route, Becky has already had her taste. She's already had her taste in Hollywood. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And she got a kid, so she. I feel like Becky's next run, but also too, because now it's look, it's going to seem. Because I'm pretty sure Vince and everybody thought they had all the time in the world, but. I don't think Becky's going to be wanting to stay around too yeah. much longer, probably pull an AJ Lee and just like two or three more years and 
Possibly. Settle down for real. Yeah, I can see um he's the ultimate wrestling head. Mm-hmm. And and like and like Chris, I can see it too. I feel like she would be the one because mm. of what she'd done in WWE. If her time was ever tough, I feel like she would. Yeah, really and also what her market just a good is. locker room leader. Like I'm pretty sure she'll she'll be actually like looking no, for no, but they don't really have anything. They don't really have a women's division. Like, Oh, yeah, I forgot they don't. Yeah. Um, but Stardom, I believe, is... I think WWE purchased Stardom. Or was it AEW? Um, I remember... Um, but I would like to see a um Bay Pam, and AEW. What they call what her what's her real name? Pam, Pam Mercedes or Sasha. Pamela. <laughs> Pamela. Why the hell is her name Pam? Like you were saying before, oh, Terrence, how you always wanted Bailey to go back um baby face. Pamela and those um, They could do that over there, AEW. Like remember they had Kylie Ray and they didn't really get to take off with that over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, how is it like she's always got like a bumper in her head and revert her like revert <laughs> back to fangirl, huh? That yo, that's literally like the easiest way if they ever want to like bring back that character. And like and like do a WWE old school WWE style, draw it out. Like say like Bailey is like she doesn't like not so sure of herself. Like, no. She doesn't answer the phone. She doesn't come outside. <laughs> Why? But you know what I mean. Like even like that storyline with um when Linda McMahon when she was drugged up before. What was that? Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, um, like the segments, been, like really just like hammer it home, um, like string it Chris out. Sort of alluded to this last week where not everybody needs a match at WrestleMania. How about her hosting WrestleMania? Yeah. Bailey? I'll be down, but yeah. I feel like. But the thing is, I feel like she should be rewarded for what she was. She put that company on on her one of her back no, you're right. during she the pandemic does. era, and she should be rewarded with yeah. a match and a spot. That's just my opinion. Facing though, I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Sasha's already booked. Well, she we already two kicked out, so we won't be seeing well, her. She did, she did come back this Monday. <laughs> she, she got, oh my poor Oscar! She um, had the chicklets now. Maybe they do um. Like how we said with Oscar, mm. maybe Bailey has an open invitational and Rhea and mm. even Rhea goes over. Eh. Eh. 
kill two birds, one stone, Debut. and Rhea gets a WrestleMania, yeah. a WrestleMania win under her belt. Speaking of speaking of two nights, on <laughs> NXT's announcements. Um, two two night takeover. Um, what's your name? Oh yeah, yeah. We could definitely congrats to the women's on. Okay, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna start with the um, the women's tag titles, but um, with the two nights, um, Chris said this in our group chat, and I felt the same way when I heard I two nights. A, I was like, I think it's a necessary. I was like two nights. Yeah, because the way we're going to have two nights. And then it's like, are they both going to be on US? I think it's one night is going to be on USA, and I think the night two is going to be on Peacock. I see why they're doing the two nights. I think what happened last night. They've been flying all the UK guys in. in. Oh, what do we have? After they bring in water, yeah, I t- that's what I was alluding to. The whole they've been taking everybody. From I didn't even know. Like I thought I thought homeboy was overseas. I didn't know he was in Mexico in the states. Yeah, because Jordan Dev- uh Devin, um, like they're starting that the whole thing with with him and and uh yeah, and Santos. For uh for the NXT Cruiserweight Championship, that's a fact. You know, so that that was something that was overdue, o- overdue storyline. Um, and it's like a right, and it's like at the right time. So maybe that's probably what they're gonna end up doing. Um, there's still yeah, some time the, to be, Irish, you know, to build on. Irish takeover matches usually is about like five matches per takeover. Yeah, yeah, because like I'm, lo- I'm looking at one of the cards now. There's all of the championships, um, mostly, and then there's always like one match, yeah. or two matches that's like a storyline. I just think. Two nights. It's, I mean, did they did something like that before, haven't they? Didn't they do a back to back night? Mm, I don't. No, yeah. I, I think it was. I think it was like the Great American Bash or something. Yes, like, that's it what was it like was. Part one, one week, and the next week was part two. But the thing is, with this, would take over what was it yeah. had me at like, it's because also it's WrestleMania week. And you're gonna give us two nights of takeover before a two night mania, and before yeah. what, SmackDown is gonna be in the middle of that, and then Raw, like come on, like that's welcome to my world of fucking wrestling. That's a that's a mania week. <laughs> but now, but Chris, can you imagine and two nights of takeover and then a SmackDown and then two nights of and, mania then, and then imagine then a Raw right like, after that? And a Hall of Fame, and doing access. Nah, that, that that's yeah, over. Okay, I don't even care if it's mania. It is a legitimate... like takeover. 
like I don't think takeover should be too nice. But like you said, I'm guessing they, they could have put everybody on the card. They could have. I, I think I would have so been okay cool if you gave me a three and a half, four hour takeover. One night, I'll be okay with it. One night. I can see that. Because, like I said, I think the thing for me is just the two nights is before two it's night a mania. I feel like if, I'm about to say if anything should be two nights during that whole mania week, it should be WrestleMania. It's just, it's way too much. Personally, that's all. Like, what else, what else can they put on there? And all I know is that Peacock stream better be. I think that'll be okay. I don't think there should be any because, <laughs> like, yeah, like it, in the early months. And then, nah, yeah. I know it's fine, but this is the early months bad. of the WWE Network. That was like it was free. Like, oh, what and you the get fuck the is plays like it'll jump. It's like, <laughs> what is going on here? On Peacock, <laughs> and the stream's been smooth. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the stream for everything on on the Peacock app is pretty smooth. Um, I've watched plenty of shows there, but again, I don't know how it's it's a difference when it becomes live. The that exactly that's where traffic. That's where it's huge. It's like you need to be able to have like the bandwidth. You have to be able to make sure it's the crash is not gonna. You know, the site is not going to crash. There's, there's a lot of different variables that I'm pretty sure yeah. they, you know, they've learned their lessons from the early network years. But time will tell. Uh, I think that them having Fastlane, I think it's I th- I think it's a good move if you, if you really look at it. If there's any bugs... They could get that ticket. Y'all want to say, because it was kind of like, they kind of treating that like the NXT arrival was. Yeah. Remember how that was like the first live event and they can kind of like gauge what what went right, what can they fix? Because if, the, if because that was, was the, the first, first thing I believe that the network thing, I think that the first pay-per-view might have possibly been uh, WrestleMania. No, no, no. Um, no, no, it definitely it was a rival, but I think in terms of like their the big pay per view. It was a rival. Okay, yeah. Pay per view? Yeah, pay per view was WrestleMania. So like I said, imagine no no practice, no examples, and like the first horrible night out, they just gonna try out WrestleMania. Horrible. That would have been a disaster. Just horrible. <laughs> But I was gonna say, but um, we glossed over the Andrade. What do, how do you guys feel? I was say with Chris too, because I feel Andrade is a, a five star level talent. And one thing I always shake my head at is because we've heard these reports for so long how Vince and WWE Jeez. wants to find their next Latino star. They've tried so many people. They tried Alberto Del Rio. That didn't work. I felt. Andrade was perfect to be 
booked and presented as the top think, uh, certainly Latin Selena star Vega that they've been wanting for so long. And clearly they have other plans. Nah, nah. I'm just saying, like, you know, she was there, you know, when he jumped off in NXT. Oh, you think they was taking out on um, taking it out on ever him? Ever since she left, he was been, just been downhill as far as him not being on TV and stuff like that. And then I heard that they they pinched that Charlotte even pitched to be like partners with him, but I guess they turned that down. I said that. that. I'm just saying that since he like first started. I'm like, I've been dying to see Andrade and Charlotte on air together. Damn, son. Well, hopefully, and one thing about Andrade, another thing with Andrade, too, we just talked about with Keith Lee and the theme song. I feel like Andrade kind of lost his fizzle when they took away the CN from his name. Yeah, like when they, when they, um, remember last year, they started to team up Zelina and they had the whole Latino group going on. It was like, all right. Then they had Andrew Garza. It was like, okay, they're doing a lot here. Then they took Zelina away from him. Zelina gets, you know, she leaves. You start to see the writing on the wall. Can't really blame him because, like you say, he's Andrade is he's a top talent. You know, it sucks um, though. Before even like the pandemic, you know, we all super top talent. Even before Drew even won the Rumble, like early in the year, we would say that before that one, he was putting on on bangers with on um, Rey Mysterio on SmackDown. He was looking like he was prime position, you know, be, you know, a top level next guy. But thank you. Yeah, shit is, um, shit is crazy. Leave Chris step on the Who's Chris? All right, that's cool. So whenever we come back, because we probably at the end now, we probably do the yeah. WrestleMania shit. And then Can you guys hear me? Clip on out. Yeah, sorry, I was I was getting an incoming call. Oh, there you go, Chris. And it blocked off the audio. No, I didn't fade away and consider myself no, obsolete. Disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, um, we were talking about Andrade. I think right before you got your call, I was asked, I was seeing how you felt about the whole Andrade thing because I was saying, no, I, I, I heard it all. Been I just for so long. I, I, I heard it all. Um, replace the Eddie. It just it, it sucks okay. that it got to this point. Um, like just give the guy. And it was the same thing, I believe, even in NXT. You had to really take time to really digest Andrade. Like it was a it was a while. Like they they kind of forced him in to be like this this baby face. 
And it was like, no, let him run heel. Let's do that. Um, because you got to remember, like, he kind of faded away the same thing with Garza. And um, Umberto, Umberto Carrillo, like, he, that's another one. You know, like, they just like, you, if you really want to do, you can build a fucking faction with, with these guys. Like, they tried doing it, and they never really put any push to it. Um, yeah, that's what it, but like, yeah, it was, was it was working, like but I don't, but there was, was also like something that was missing. Yeah. There was like a spark that was missing in that whole group. And I think that's probably why they decided to just say, you know what, we're not doing this. Like it, that group, even I know with uh, Zelina Vega there, like there was, not there was something me. that was missing. It was that, that, that yeah, something that tied him, everything uh, together was, was missing. It was like, okay, you know, they threw the belt on him, but there still was something that wasn't quite there, yeah. like in a comparison to like the hurt business. And it wasn't, yes. And Zelina did a fine job. There was, yes, yeah, she did. Because she served as a great mouthpiece for, for everybody. And even though she didn't need to, she still provided a great uh, presence as, you know, being a valet, a manager. But there was, I, I couldn't tell you what it was, but there was something mm-hmm. that didn't hit. So as much as I would have wanted it to succeed, I understand why there was like, you know what, let's just, just let's pull back on this. We get it. I get it. No, and I told Malcolm, I said, I always felt like he kind of got like, sometimes off a, a man's bit. name is all you got. His name too. Because that um, shit, but that it was, shit like, was no. literally so perfect. Andrade, Andrade Cien, I'll miss. Yeah, like, how, how is that? How is that not like a marquee name? The man with the hundred songs. The man with the five. C N. Like, it's like C N. They killed us. Oh God, I'm so sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm glad you brought up that faction because even back then I did kind of like that faction because as we all know, wrestling is a uh, it's a it's a lot of races. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people watch wrestling from all um walks of the world. But I thought it was so cool seeing them as a faction because yeah. I know there is a lot of Spanish and also Mexican people that love WWE to death. So to finally see some representation yeah. in in plural with those, like it with just those everything kind of just really clicked great. away. But then they did their experiment with Humberto uh, Carrillo. Like they they did it. Like I rem- I still remember his match with AJ. Mm-hmm. That's what put him on the map. They would like run with him. He he did a he did a phenomenal job. And yeah, I've I seen see- photos of him. Homie is getting jacked. Like he's getting huge. Um, he needs a makeover. Um, Garza, he's like 
the guy's money. He literally reminds me of Eddie Guerrero. No, that's that's a like a tall thing to say from me. It really is. Like he does remind me a lot of great charisma. Um very fluent in English, very fluent in Spanish. Like he can be able to to relate. You know, um he has he has a presence. He still needs there's something there that I needs to elevate him a little bit more, but he has that je ne sais quoi. You know, and like it's like like he's a charmer. He has it. He has it. Yeah, like he has it. You look at him like, okay, you know, and then he'll start off a match. He's wearing, you know, his um, his regular ring attire. Halfway through him, home homeboy takes the pants off. And I'm going with the trunks. <laughs> and it's like, oh, metamorphosis. Oh, I, I get it. But like he has he, he has that that charm. He has the Latino heat. You know, and I think he, he can play around, he can be serious, he can be that heel, he can be a baby face. You know, and when you get guys that can that you honestly feel can can work on both sides. Can be a heel, could be a baby. I think that's a great thing, and he has a charm. But if you, if you want him to kind of show that personality and joke around and amplify, I think he has that. Um, no, nah, great. Glad, glad you got that taken. Because, like I said, Andrade is just going to join the list. Of people that we've seen on Wednesday nights in NXT just get swallowed yeah. whole by whatever the fuck is going on on Raw and SmackDown, and you're just like, "What the fuck?" That's it. Because now, now, because now it's really getting to like a slap in the face. Because in the beginning, you can say, "All right, Bo Dallas, the Ascension." All right, I can give you that iffy, iffy. But now you're telling me. Keith Lee, Alistair Black, Andrade, you have nothing for them? You don't see value in that? I don't know any of those names you mentioned. See, and that's, and that's the problem. And this is people that people see and it's like, yo, WWE, if you, these are people that literally can bring you back to relevancy, not even with hardcore audiences, but casuals will like these guys. And you have them in catering doing fuck all, and you got Andrade saying, Yes, I want to be released from this company publicly. Yeah. Tweeting, I want to be gone from this company. The one person that I can see that made it out of catering has been uh, Cedric thank, Alexander. Thank God for MVP. <laughs> MVP took him out. Needed another brother. Ricochet is like another one, Ricochet. Gone you way. know, he's kind of been half man, half catering. Uh, oh, damn. <laughs> I'm out. He's been half man, half <laughs> catering. Um, <laughs> Andrade's been another one. Alistair Black, I, I, I don't... I don't I don't know. Like, the last time we, we, we saw him. 
I can't even tell you last time I saw Alistair Black. I can't remember. And I know they were, they were apparently they were saying that they had huge plans for him this year. I'm like, this this year? What about last year? I I don't remember what what the fuck was going on. And I also it's just um, it's way, way, way too much. Also, the, the War Boys, War Raiders, Viking Raiders, yeah. whatever. They Who? Add them to the list. After that, um, whole um, oh, they feud hurt? with um, Street Profits. Yeah. Oh. Because they had a great feud with them before that. Street Profits? That, okay. That's another. Like, you haven't... I haven't heard of anything about the Street Profits. Nah, they... They about to... Um, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Um, they gave it to... Um, yeah, yeah, I think they about to face them again back for the uh, Rude and Ziggler. Yeah, on no, SmackDown, on, like for the SmackDown belts. Honestly, that whole thing is that that title has I been mean, irrelevant for me. Do you, I was gonna, I was gonna say, do you propose merging the the, the tag titles? Mm, no. Because I, okay. I, I, that's a double-edged sword. I feel like if they did that, they would care less about the tag team division. I, and they, I agree with that also. Then they already have. One... <laughs> like, I, I still don't understand why they decided to add an NXT tag team child. Like, I, I, why it's beyond me. You guys can... I think... No, no, no. I, I think not to give them an out, but it felt because even though that was one of the main marquees of the women's tag team titles jumping between Raw and SmackDown and NXT, they barely touched on the NXT factor. They barely. And I, and I think they said um, people in the company wanted Dakota and, and Gonzalez mm-hmm. to win the titles, but somebody was like, no. So I'm, I'm guessing this probably gives them a chance because I think what the NXT women's tag titles is gonna be is that set of titles that's gonna like be able to like jump around between the UK version and other versions and maybe even evolve when when that gets kicked back up. I think it's so rubbish. I think it just uh, it, I, don't think I think it's a waste. waste. I don't think it's I a waste. I legitimately think it's a fucking waste. Because even at the last I, week I, they showed all the women that no, came I don't think out, it's a waste either. Like, that was on I, I didn't know I didn't realize how many women was on the roster on NXT when they all came out. I was like Yeah, there's a lot of women like, down the there. What the fuck is going on here? There's, there's a lot of women down there. Yeah, it's, and it's a lot of it's a lot of recruits and they're starting to make an like a legitimate like tag team. From what it looks like, they're trying to actually build and create tag teams at NXT. Yes, like women teams. Like you see it. Like even okay. like people are just pairing up. They're getting their um, like their in ring attire to match and all that. But oh yeah, Ember is like Ember is like yeah. racing the green. But everything else, it's like yo, like what do you the main roster? I was like, you guys are like. What the fuck are you guys even doing? You guys adding another division into this. So it's more like you either get it done or it's going to happen the same thing that it did the first time. They're going to disband it. 
Nah, what the the Raw and SmackDown women titles? Yeah, the 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 the, the, the main roster tag titles. Like, I would, I won't be surprised if it gets disbanded. Yeah, because after Shane and, and um, Nia, I, I can't even tell you. That's another thing because it's like who's in line. You don't even know who, who, like what team, no. legit team on both shows. Can you say? And even the teams you can give, they already won it in a sense. The Sasha and Bailey, you've been there, done that. Oscar had a great reign with Kyrie. They're just making they're that. just making shit up and see what sticks. Like they're not. There's no dedication. We'll probably we'll probably get a um we'll probably get a Charlotte and Becky reign down the line if they still had the titles by then. Look, by the time that happens, Charlotte will probably be the twentieth time women's champion. <laughs> but I I do like the titles because now it seems like well, that's going to be a Survivor Series match of the two women's tags. But yeah, bef- we'll, um, we'll see how it we, plays out before we wrap. Y'all got any mania related topics? Yes, the go home mania extravaganza. Um, I I put this in the group chat earlier. I just want to know. Um, we can say like any fave celeb um, spots from mania you guys remember, or like favorite celebrities of all time. Um, for me, I have to, I have to throw it back to, uh, Bam Bam Bigelow and LT. Um, it could have been better, but for me, like, it was, I took, I enjoyed it for what it was. Like, I need to go back and like re, cause I remember it, how it started off at the rumble and LT pretty much was just kind of like making fun of Bam Bam for for getting bumped, and then the whole like the shove and everything started. They brought in a couple of NFL players in. Um, I think it was cool, you know. LT went over, got his power bomb. It was it, it was cool. Um, for me, that was kind of like my moment. Um, I guess I guess um Tyson when Tyson came in. Yeah. Yeah. Tyson. That 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 the LT thing definitely mm. like kicked the doors open like crossover wise more. And then when Tyson came in and uh Tyson at that point because he had just came home from jail and all that. And then that was in the midst of the um Austin era starting. So then that was just in your face, like you said earlier, Terrence. So in your face. Nah, cause that that was like that was like prime nineties TV. Like you said, a, a fresh out of jail Austin. I mean Tyson and the ring yeah. of Austin. Yeah. People couldn't probably find a remote quick enough. Um, um No, I was gonna say honorable mention, I would definitely throw Snooky when she was in uh twenty uh WrestleMania twenty seven. I believe with uh, Trish and Morrison, she was teaming up with, um, with Dolph Ziggler and Lay Cool. Oh, well, she got I thought un- underrated. I think she did a really great job. I know she's honorable mention. 
Um, for my honorable mention, I was gonna say the the sumo match from oh, Big Show. I don't know why that match always sticks with me for some odd reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, they they was hyping the fuck out of that match, and I remember too, like, for that match, they had to like cut off, like, cut the ring rope, so it was like a sumo match. Yeah, what about? Spent a lot of good ones. It's always the good ones. Hey, yo. No, it's always the good ones. Uh, I feel like we had a great show. A lot of got into a lot of great content today. The rest of the world is crazy. Indeed. Seems like it's going to get more crazier. I already know, but we got to wrap it before we get cut. Episode 36. Yes, before we get cut. Was it the 36? We are. Who is 36? Oh, it's the Zuccarello episode. 